My name is Terry Messenger and I work with high achievers that have an innate sense that they are called to impact the world. And greetings, welcome, welcome to this live stream where you are going to have amazing value added to your life where we interview great coaches and elite leaders that come on and share their sources and their secrets so that you can become the greatest that you can possibly be. So with no further ado, I'm going to firstly introduce myself. My name is Terry Messenger, and this is a live stream that is also going to go to a podcast called Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. And I'm going to bring on a wonderful lady, a coach, leader, and a clinical hypnotherapist, and her name is Patty, and she is a sales and mindset mentor. So if you are out there and you are wanting to really take your business to the next level and you don't mind the art of using your brain to biohack and actually bypass some of those limiting beliefs so that you can create epic success, then you're not going to want to miss this. So with no further ado, I bring you Patty. Hi. Hey, I'm excited to be on here with you from Montana, USA tonight. So. Awesome, awesome. And you've just about taken the words out of my mouth. So which part of the USA are you from, Patty? I am in the Northwest. So Montana is actually, we are a border state with Canada and pretty far to the West. We have as our scenery, the Rocky Mountains. So it's a very beautiful, uh, picturesque state. Oh, that's, a, that, that is so, 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 so good. So, you know, we were talking backstage and you were telling me how you help mainly women entrepreneurs with their mindset blocks to help them embrace their sales and embrace their higher calling. Now, I find this an incredibly interesting topic because, you know, as a person who is launching people's legacies and branding their brilliance and really helping coaches to build their mastery and put it out there, a lot of them shy away from sales. So what do you think the problem is, Patty? You know, it's it's our conditioning around sales. We've been indoctrinated into believing that sales is sleazy. First off, sales is something we do to someone else, and then it's sleazy or it's manipulative or all of these negative ideas that people have around sales. But um, I, I've spent most of my career in business-to-business -business sales, and honestly, someone that is really good at sales is so valued by their customers. I was one of their most valued partners, consultants. Um, my, my customers wanted me to come and, and see them and help them. So as you know, as you know, that most of our programming is acquired in the first seven to 10 years of our life. And we operate from that 95% of the time. That's just, and that comes from the newest neuroscience. So stop and think about that. So what happens is that you have this programming that determines 
what you believe about something. And then from that is triggered automatically your thoughts and your feelings, which then affect your actions. So if you've got this programming, and that's really what it is in your mind that sales is sleazy or manipulative, or you have to be this obnoxious, overwhelming, loud person to be successful at it, then you're just you're just going to freeze when it's time to have these sales conversations. So do you think that's what it is? I mean, do you think that people are timid or, you know, afraid of coming forward in case they get judged for being sleazy or, you know, being that person that is ingenuine? I think that is a lot of it. Definitely, Terry. I think that is a big part of it because they believe that about sales. So they assume other people are going to think the same thing, which often isn't the truth at all. And then the other maybe sorry about that. Do you think do you think it, it might be around the imposter syndrome? Yes, that, that's a big piece of it because I, what I was going to say is the other part of it is not having the sales skills. So they don't really know how to connect to their prospect at a very deep level and create heart-to-heart conversations that are completely authentic, that really aren't about selling. They're about creating alignment between their ideal client and what they have to offer. But in that piece, you're totally right. They have to then own the gift that they're bringing to the table. And that's where the imposter syndrome comes in because they aren't owning, they aren't connecting in their heart and in their the very deepest part of themselves that belief in what they do and the value of what they bring to the table. So that is that a very, that is a very right on um, observation. So, you know, I guess we're going to hear your three secret sources coming up really, really soon. And I would like to just touch on some of the things that you've just gone over. So firstly, yes, operating from the childhood um, stories that start out between the age of zero and seven. It's, It's your belief patterns. Now, it's really interesting because... I want to flip that for a moment and talk about how I guess some people are natural born salespeople. And if you don't mind me saying so, I feel that that was a gift I was born with. I was actually um, given a gift of sales, but I don't think it was a gift of sales. I feel that it was a gift of service. Mm-hmm. It was a gift of encouragement and a gift of evangelism. So if I was talking about my own sources, I would say it's service, it's encouragement, and it's evangelism. And, you know, when we talk about the imposter syndrome, I believe we can remove that imposter syndrome by simply, and we're going to hear a lot more about this from you, but it's where you come into the heart space of being really connected with what you're actually selling. And, you know, I believe that, you know, this gift that that I was fortunate enough to come into this world with um, was something I didn't even know that I had. 
it was something that I kind of learned to do. I was selling tea chests when I was seven years old for my father. And, you know, I used to talk to people and show them where they were. And it was all facts. So we had teachers, so it was helping them move house. There were great prices. And, you know, I was talking right out of a, a child's mouth about honesty, purity and facts. And so I believe that when you've got an authentic service and you're able to, you know, really authentically deliver that, that's, that's just going to make, you know, a huge difference. So I wonder if you can share to us, like obviously, you know, one of the people that you're really dealing with is women entrepreneurs with the mindset where they really need to be able to embrace this. So what would you say to, I mean, even a woman or a man that, you know, really needs perhaps those secrets of knowing how they can, you know, really, I guess, encourage and impart their service through sales? So I see that as kind of a, a two, um, you know, it has two main things that you have to do. And the first really is identifying those limiting beliefs and old stories that you're carrying around and finding a way to transform them. I use um, my modality that I've created based in, you know, hypnotherapy, and I call it core um, core belief transformation. So I help them find the core, you know, experience that created that belief when they were usually a young child and then, and heal it, transform it, create a new perspective around it so that they can, you know, it, it, it's, it's faster. I also believe that most of us need consistent daily practice because every time we want to up level our business our business is always going to be a reflection of our personal journeys so when we need and want to up level our business then we've got to step into a bigger role i i create i help my clients create an avatar for who they need to be it's pretty common in the coaching world today to create avatars of our ideal clients but I, have, I think that it's equally or more important to create this avatar of who you need to be. So we create a vision. We start out creating a very deep um, vision of their business. And then the avatar of who do you need to, who are you as CEO of your visionary business? And to be that person, there are two major questions we explore. And the first one being, what do you need to let go of our transform? What old stories and limiting beliefs do you need, you know, are you, do you need to put behind you and create new ones that actually support you in this vision of you being CEO of your visionary business? The second question then is, what do I need more of? So that can be included in more and more powerful beliefs and programming that are going to support you, but also the skills pieces. So do I need to learn? And in this case, it's like learning marketing and in sales, you need some real life sales skills, but one without the other is um, kind of like a one-legged chicken. You know, you're just hopping around there. <laughs> You've really got to embrace the mindset 
and part and then the other piece of that is embracing just like you said the value of what you bring to the table and really owning it so part and i often find with my clients helping them acknowledge and know that in a conscious level so just like you were saying you came to to the world with innate skills and abilities and you didn't even recognize them for a lot of of your years you didn't know they were special or different so we're like honeybees and they spend their life really you know going from flower to flower and pollinating the world's food like we would starve without our honeybees but they're just doing what they're naturally programmed for and they have no idea how important they are to the world so that's actually what I find we are like often are what our most valuable skills are that we bring to the table are those things that we aren't that consciously aware of. So I work in this process with helping my clients to own those in a very conscious way. So then when they sell from them, there's no feeling of sleaze or manipulation or any of those negative feelings because they understand this is a gift they're bringing to the world in a way only they can. Every coach I've met has their own unique way that is based on their soul's signature and their soul's calling and their life path and, you know, of how and what they're bringing to the table as a coach. And so it's so important if you're, if you weren't here to do that, if you weren't here on this earth in this moment to bring that work to others, you wouldn't be called to do it. Right. So them honestly recognize that and know that. And then from that place, we create their sales conversations so that um, you know, and then it will take some practice often, for, especially for those of us that aren't bored with your natural gift of sales. That wasn't my natural gift. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about helping women um, and, and a few men, but I find women seem to struggle with it the most. They're most, um, and that, and I do think that's because we operate from a different place and they misunderstand what sales is because it's just like you said it's bringing your gift of offering to others and um and they maybe gotten this impression from male salespeople that don't understand that in our world sales is about connecting and creating alignment it's not about convincing somebody of something they don't want or need it's about being able to present this gift that you have that's going to improve their life or their business or their relationships or their health in a way that makes it very attractive to them. Because you know, if you don't, you're actually doing them a disservice. You're being given this opportunity to have an amazing impact, to bring this gift of you and what your work to them and their life. Here's a really good analogy of this. You know, if you had a, let's just say, I mean, we're not talking cures and I'm not saying that I have a cure here for anything, but let's just say we did and somebody was really um, desperately needing it. They had pain in their body or they had a pain in their life that they really, really, really wanted to get rid of. And you had that 
silver bullet, right? But then you thought to yourself, it's like this. I'm going to give this analogy. Holding back your service and holding back something that you really believe in is like depriving the other person, as Patty has said, but it's almost in the style of if you had that cure, you had that special, you know, silver bullet, but you thought to yourself, I'm not going to share it with them because I don't want to come across as being sleazy. And, it, and yeah, imagine if that silver bullet could actually save their life or it changed their life in whatever way and you decided you're going to hold back on it because you don't want to come across as being pushy, sleazy, slimy or whatever it is. And this kind of really brings me into, you know, that element of you've really um, hit a very big gold nugget and that is that it's not really about sales is a word and you know we make meaning of it like what it means to sell something what comes to your mind when you think of sales but imagine if you thought of sales as healing what if you changed your perspective and sales was healing whatever it is that you are promoting so it no longer has the same meaning so you're you're kind of like eliminating it if you will and you know one of the things that i know when i'm sitting down and i'm having a coffee chat with someone like yourself and that is that you are really imparting something that is quite sacred so when you're connecting with someone, and I think this is where you're talking about the heart-to-heart embrace and, and you're getting to know that person, firstly, you're wanting to get to know them so you can collaborate, right? That's right. Now, I have found, I have spoken to many people with the intention that I'm going to tell them about a specific service or product that I have. And then during the conversation through an authentic real life conversation, I've come to know actually, no, they don't, that's not going to be the thing that they want. And then I may, you know, find myself gravitating towards exactly what they do want. So a lot of it is to do with rapport. And I know when I used to sell real estate, You know, I would never want to sell something or even promote it unless I felt that that home was going to be exactly what that client wanted because this is the rest of their life. So when when you've got something, and I quite often tell my coaches that when you've got something that that you want to share, share it with a, a beautiful sense of, conviction and if you don't have the conviction you need to find the conviction that's right you are absolutely in alignment with how i i view sales that's so so good so what do you believe um if you were thinking about one of your clients um who is your avatar like not their name but when you're thinking about them like you're talking about really, I guess, looking at the avatar and basing 
um, that practice on stepping into them, right? So practice stepping into that big role of being their avatar. Can you talk to us about that? So um, I'm not I'm not totally clear. Are you asking me the avatar of who they need to be? Yeah, can you give us an example about stepping into that bigger role of an avatar? I can. So it's um, it might be you take the average uh, women that I work with. They they're really gifted. They know and they have a passion for what they're doing, but they just aren't comfortable doing the sales. So when we first start looking at the limiting beliefs and old stories, then we will actually transform them at a very young age, you know, a memory that's a very young age. We'll, we'll transform them at the place where they were developed. So as they're stepping into, so for example, they have, um, that imposter syndrome and we find the core belief was built at a very young age actually i can give you a, a really interesting example i worked with a client who was a, you know highly educated and she ha was in the process of becoming a coach and she could not ask for the money she couldn't ask for the sale and so what we found is that when she went to her father at a very young age she um he told and she asked him for an allowance and he shut her right down he said no you never need to be asking me for money i'll provide you with whatever you need so her brain created this belief that it was wrong she was a bad girl to ask for money you know fast forward 50 years and she cannot ask for money her career was as a nurse she had a master's degree and um, so she did something she never had to ask for money. So we had to go back and help her transform that. So now she's becoming the avatar of the owner of this visionary business so that she can ask for money. She's no longer a bad girl if she's asking somebody for money. It's just she's understanding that she has this beautiful gift of coaching that is given to her that she can impart to her clients in a way no one else in the world can. And it's a gift. She's not a bad girl asking for something that she should ask for. She is an amazing coach that is now able to ask someone because she knows this is the gift that she's giving them. So, and then, then it's also creating the skills. What else do they need to know? So you're stepping up and you're becoming, you're now becoming somebody you're not. If you're an introvert and you're quiet and you, you know, and you deeply connect to people in an, in a, you know, in that level, you just learn to use those gifts in a way that will allow you to create that deep connection and usually introverts have amazing listening skills, which are incredibly important in, in this conversation that you're developing. So as you release your old stories, we, we bring them to your consciousness so you understand why you don't feel comfortable when you're trying to ask for the sale or even start a conversation. Then you, um, then you become that person that can, that is comfortable and confident and loves to get on the phone or on Zoom and have these heart-to-heart -heart conversations 
with prospects that, and as you do that, you of course find you're attracting more and more of your ideal clients to have conversations with. So that's you stepping into this avatar and it's combining who you need to be, you know, stepping up your, your mindset and your belief in yourself and connecting to the value that you bring to the experience and then actually learning the skills the you know, the words that you need to use and how you present them. And I, I teach a six step sales conversation and just how I just break it down. I, I really don't believe in scripts because I believe each conversation is personal and custom. And then they're going to be different depending on your personality, what you're bringing to the table, what you're selling and um, what your ideal client is looking for. But I teach them, I, I do use a template because it helps them have some place to start and it gives them a step-by-step, -step, you know, um, of how to create these conversations. But the meat is in the center of it. It's in the questions, knowing the Absolutely. right Yes, that is just, there's a lot of gold nuggets in there, you guys. Um, and and I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase it in a very short moment. So, you know, what you are struggling with in your sales is really a demonstration of what you are telling yourself in your mind. And what you are telling yourself in your mind is a reflection of what you learned when you were a child. So Patty, being a clinical hypnotherapist like myself, um, knows how you can actually go back to the childhood place. And like you gave an example, a lady felt like she would be bad if she was going to ask for money because of her experience. So by actually dissolving that experience, dealing with it, learning from it and releasing it and letting it go, then you can go through a whole recoding process. So the recoding process, and I'm obviously using my own language here, is really based upon who you want to become. But, you know, when you think about the avatar who is a strong, powerful and extremely profound, um, has an extremely profound service and deliverable to offer to the world and you start asking yourself, what resources do I need to become that person? Do I need more confidence? Do I need more conviction? Do I need more mission? And the recoding is really the element of perhaps looking at avatars or looking at someone who is a really good role model, a really good example of someone who articulates themselves and then mirroring that, role modeling that and coding it into your own belief system so you can develop this this new centered way of you know being able to articulate your sales and i do have just one more comment around that and then we're going to find out how we can get in touch with you and find out more about your program and scripts and things like this patty i was actually thinking to myself the other day when i recognized how much the world is in a position where 
they're creating their own destiny through the stories they're telling themselves. And what came to me is that words are your want. And then it came to me that if words are your want and the stories that you're telling yourself are empowered, then that must mean that the things that are holding you back in life and really limiting you and holding you back from being who you are through the stories are like a curse. And quite often a curse that is of words. So words are like a curse or a blessing. And if you're living out something that is on repeat and you're repeating a pattern over and over again, you've got to know that you can break that curse. What do you reckon? I love that analogy. Yes. You need right the, the curse. You know, the yeah. fairy godmother to, or, you know, the good witch to give you the right words that will undo the curse. And that is, um, it is amazing that the power it ha could have on you right now, but it, you're so right. It doesn't have to be. It, mm. it can be reversed. It can be eliminated, transformed. Absolutely. Um, as you're saying, recoding is the terminology that you use. I like that because that's very much what it is. You're just you know, it's kind of like writing new code in, you know, in a computer code. So you're recoding. Absolutely. It. You're recoding, rewriting, rewiring. You know, I quite often say to people, once you go through the clearance and the dissolving and the, you know, and really getting rid of that, well, some people may not like the word curse, but I, I, I kind of looked at it upon that because I thought, well, it's really something we're speaking over and over into our life that's repeating and it's the things that are not working. So we can turn that into a blessing and have that healing and that restoration and speaking those words that are going to bring life rather than words that are going to bring death to our success, so to speak. So, hey, I, I just want to ask you, Patty, how can people find you if they want to know more about your program? So the best way probably is to go to my website, and it's very simple, pattytoller.com, P-A-T-T-Y-T-O-L-A-R.com. And you can get in touch with me through there. You can send me a message. You can also, if you wanted to, email me directly. There again, it's Patty. P-A-T-T-Y at pattytoller.com. So I'm pretty simple. You can find me on Facebook at Patty Toller. Simplicity being the art. And that is just incredible. So you guys know what to do if you want to learn more about the scripts or you want to learn more about Patty's um, hypnotherapy or, you know, the program that she has where she's helping, you know, both men and women. Um, however, specifically on entrepreneur women to really step out of those blocks and, you know, step into their power. So thank you so, so much. That's been, you know, there's been some incredible wisdom in there. Now, if I was going to ask you for one last secret source, and this secret source is what you would give to the world um, for someone out there that is really struggling in their business to get their sales 
off the ground and to really get that part right, what would you say to them? I would say the number one thing is the mindset. And it's funny, you know, it goes back to you speaking of the words as a curse. You have to really allow yourself to consciously own what the voices in your head are saying and what, because that's the most important thing. As you transform them, recode them, what, you know, whatever terminology you want, as you change them so that they support what you do, it's not just, it's actually energetic as well. You are actually bringing your frequency up um and which is really what helps you create that success i experienced that in my first you know really professional sales position and i'm starting to have and i I just i had no idea what i was doing so i really got into the old masters like zig ziglar and brian tracy and i started and i read think and grow rich which totally um that was my first understanding of how our thoughts affect our reality and so I started kind of playing with that and using it in my business. And I worked with somebody that had a tremendous amount of experience and was very good at what I did, but she didn't have this success I had. And I started out really after about a year, bringing in a lot of new, bigger clients. And, um, they, and, and I started listening to what she was saying and studying her body language. And I recognized she had those limiting beliefs. She had a lot of imposter syndrome from, you know, kind of a difficult childhood. And it affected the energy that she put out when she went out to approach new clients because she already had this belief in her head that it was going to be hard, you know, that our company charged too high, all these negativity things. So I'm going out and I'm bringing people in on a regular basis. And I did, I recognized it wasn't because I was that much better, but I had raised my frequency um, and I was learning the skills in the business as well. But I also really worked hard on raising my frequency by clearing up my mindset and, and taking back my power and owning you know, I didn't have to become loud or pushy or any of those things. I just had to take what I was really good at, which was connecting one-on-one with people, caring about them, being dedicated to providing them with the highest level of service. And um, that's what all I needed. And then doing that in a consistent way. So really it's the mindset part. you still will need to learn the skills, but the skills will come so easy once you've work on the mindset part and dig in deep, you know, listen to guided meditations um, or self-hypnosis tapes. If you can't hire a coach, which is obviously, you know, I believe in coaching. I have a couple of coaches. Not only do I coach, but I, I hire coaches. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Find a way, find a way. There's absolutely, if you have the desire to do this, there is a way for you to be successful at it. Honestly, when I went out for my first professional sales position, I, I, they had made me take a personality test and I flunked it. They basically said, you don't have what it takes to be successful in sales. And I, so I know if I could be, and I became that I, I, in spite of not being good at sales, I sold myself into the position. And, um, 
you know, but it took work. Like I said, I had to study. I had to understand how to transform my mindset. That isn't transforming who you are, but it's it's letting go of those limiting beliefs and old stories and stepping in and taking your power. And um, and that is, you know, and in doing that, I became I became their top salesperson, selling over a million dollars a year. But um, it really, you know, wasn't instant. But I just was very determined and committed, and this is what I wanted to do, and the level of success I had determined I wanted to reach. And and you can do that too, all of you out there. If you're struggling with your sales, don't think because you aren't blessed with this natural sales personality like our lovely hostess, you can't be. When your passion to provide what you're called to provide in this world overcomes your reluctance of um of speaking up then then you'll find a way you'll find a way to step in and take your power because you're here for that reason or you wouldn't be you wouldn't have that urge you wouldn't have the desire to do that to build that business and be out there helping others Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that was a, a real gold nugget to conclude this interview. So I want to thank you so much. And can you wait backstage and um, I'll get you to also pop your link down into the comments after and I'll be right with you. So I will see you soon. Thank you so much, Patty. Wow, that was amazing. So, guys, I know that we really work with so many people out there that are struggling with their sales. Now, Patty was talking about mindset and how you can go back and you can dissolve those elements of the past and how you can, in my words, recode yourself to be exactly what you want. Well, I'm also going to invite you to a free masterclass that is coming soon, guys. It is going to help you to develop that frequency you heard Patty talking about, and I call it multi-million dollar energy because you cannot be the CEO of your own business unless you have the right energy, the right mindset, and the premium ability to be able to really speak with mission, vision, and conviction. So we're going to take you through five glorious days. Day one, stepping into your multi-million dollar energy. We're going to take you through the entire branding of your brilliance that comes from your life, the gold nuggets of your pain, of your story that become your glory and then go to launching your legacy through your genius zone. And here is my source. My secret source is when you are operating out of your zone of genius, you will never have to sell another thing again. You will never need to be pushed or shoved or grinding or hustling to make your work happen again when you know your zone of genius because it gives you this internal in spirit 
inspiration. So I'm going to ask my VA to put down the free masterclass in the comments and you can register for that. That is starting at the end of this month. Patty is going to put her uh, her link in there and her website where you can go directly there and find how you can learn the art of sales and be mentored by an amazing hypnotherapist. So that's all we've got for this week's show. If you've got a zone of genius that you'd like to bring to the show, perhaps you may like to be interviewed too. You can chat to me, DM me. And if you perhaps would like to know what your zone of genius is, I can help you with that too. So all the very best. Have an amazing day and we will see you soon. Contact me through my booking link and break through to your ultimate success.